Hello. Hello. <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to another edition of Weird World. I don't like what's happening. Are you spacing out the words purposely? No, that's beyond MBR. I'm yeah. protesting the fact that they made me do the intro. But you didn't cuss. Super proud of you. Hello. God damn it. Suckers. Oh, see? <laughs> yeah. Today. Tempted fate. Okay, let's get that mean? I'm Dean. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm Aaron. I'm Jack. I'm Carrie. And did you say the name of the podcast? No, she didn't. Weird World <laughs> Podcast. Did you get an H in there somehow? This, Weird World. This Where? is the special Halloween edition. Ooh, it is. Spooky. Spooky. Interjecting. Interjecting. <laughs> with spooky facts. Okay. Throughout. Just random. I have about two prepared. We'll see okay. when I come up with others. All right. And then when I do, you'll hear them. I like the idea of coming up with facts. <laughs> about <Maybe> spooky? <laughs> spooky facts. Not, all right. Not about yeah. spooky. So I could say spooky has two O's. First one. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Oh, facts about the word spooky. Not no, actually. No. Jack requested that. I did actually. You, did. Okay. you made it sound like that, and I'm not letting you pull a McDonald's with no false advertising, all right? Okay. Say sauce. Oh, oh I was about to say you sound like you have a personal beef did. with Mickey D's. I don't, it's more but you might. Thing. Rick and Morty Beach. <laughs> she has uh, literally nothing else to say about that, apparently. <laughs> Honestly, I just started staring into the darkness. Anyway. Okay. What's that tempted thing? Oh, wait, you know about? what? Hold on. First, Carrie is going to tell everyone. Where they can find us and all that kind of shit. Oh. Okay. Real quick. We're on Facebook at Weird World Podcast, at Weird World Pod on Twitter, Weird World Podcast on Instagram, and we're on Patreon. You can search us, Weird World Podcast, probably patreon.com slash Weird World Podcast. Probably. You might want to verify that. I haven't verified that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right. I love the research that Mm. goes into this. (laughs) But eventually... Our patrons will get goodies. Oh, okay. Goodies. Okay. Goodies. Yep. Like the Sierra song. <laughs> what's, what's I don't know. Never mind. Okay, no. Never mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when there's just dead silence. When there's, <laughs> you know that was a miss with this crap. Know your audience. Yeah, in the wrong demographic. Sorry about that. All right. Today, we're going to talk about something scary and Halloween-y. I hope so. It is. 50 Berkeley Square, London, England. Oh, I thought mm. it was Berkeley. Uh, no. It's, it's spelled London. the same? Yes, it is. Question. Actually. Yes. Which one came first? Are you our kidding? Berkeley? I'm going to say it's the one in London. Yeah, I'm going to wager. 2,000 year old city versus our Berkeley, which is not even 200 years old, I don't think. Probably not. I don't know. I'm going to need to fact check that okay. one. You go ahead and do that. Because you know how much I love facts. Yes. Why don't you spend a little while and Google there and tell us? Mm, I'm Throw too it lazy in. to pick up my phone. Today, 50 Berkeley Square is a nondescript but stylish four-story brick row house in the upscale Mayfair area of London. I've heard of that. Not the, yeah, yes, most people have. It's yep. built in 1740. So it's an old house. It's attached on both sides. It's, um, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. You're fucking. Does that make sense? You orangutan. Uh, there was some uh, no one colorful gestures. Arm movements. My simian-like gesture. No, it wasn't. But you literally just explained friendly. to us that those very arm movements 
were, oh, would no. mean that you were going to drink beer or eat popcorn, <laughs> and true. we needed to talk. That's true. Okay. Well, forget that now. I have a new, a new symbol, so I'm just going to flip you off. Yeah. Means cover for me. Your sign language can't also just be a gesture you do while speaking normally. It don't work like I'll that. I'll do a thumbs up. I don't even know what you were saying. Because uh, I was so distracted. Side okay, that's what it is. Houses okay. so on like, either row side houses. of a house. It's row houses. They're not detached. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, a whole row like of houses attached. Good British house. Yes, a classic British row townhome. The classic British television mm-hmm. shows. Sure, sure. Like a brownstone. Go with it. If you in will. the United States Four of stories. America. A little bit of history here. A prime. It was built in 1740. A prime minister, George Canning, actually lived there. I guess they didn't have number 10 Downing Street. He, he lived there until 1827. Uh, Winston Churchill lived on that row for a time, and so did Robert Clive, who was the scumbag who, the British general who basically subjugated India oh, yeah. for the British East India Company and for British rule to squeeze oh. it for the next 180 years or something like that. Rude. Kind of a dick. It was bought by British Petroleum apparently in 1937. The whole area of Mayfair has become a little more commercial. And since sometime in the 1930s uh, until 2015, the Mags Brothers Antiquarian, Antiquarian Book Dealers were, is basically an office. It's been an office for quite a while. All right. Today, right now, you, see, you can see it up on my screen. Uh, that's what I was looking Viewers, at. The, the ah. left there is, we'll put pictures up, by the way. Instagram. The, the left is love. It's the darker one. The four-story, uh, that's 50 Berkeley Square. Got it. And to the right on my second monitor is oh. the is Berkeley Square itself. It's a little kind of park in the middle of Mayfair. Shit, it's got a lot of like nice. vans. Very nice. You can see it's a lovely, modern-looking four-story townhouse sure. right across from Bucolic, Berkeley Square. Mayfair is one of the most desirable places in London. It's the U.S. Emb- uh, embassy. Oh, is in shit. Mayfair right now. So lots of high-end businesses, lots of high-end residences. It's, um, it is, by the way, for you Monopoly players, it no. is Boardwalk in the English version. It is the oh, highest-end uh, so, square or property. In, if, you in got, if you got the quiche, they mm-hmm. got the lease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came up with that right now. That's very good. That's spooky really fact. fact number That's one. Really a spooky fact. I'm too quick witted. Okay. That's spooky, but not a fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so, this particular multi million dollar, lovely, stylish, modern townhouse, though, has That's a, lot a of terrible, terrible history. A history. That has left behind hauntings, paralysis, insanity, and death. Girl. No one, it is said, can spend a night in that haunted space and yeah. come out the next morning unscathed. Well, well is it empty here, okay? now? Do they mean mentally? Uh, yeah, the Max Brothers aren't there, and it has been empty at time. It is, it is also, to use a, an overused phrase, the most haunted house in London. <laughs> Bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. London sounds too old. Have just one most haunted. No, yeah. this is it. This is the one. It's actually yeah. a pretty famous haunted house, and it, and it has been a sure. notoriously haunted house for well over, like over at least 150 years. The Tower of London more, is actually. probably more haunted, but that's not a house, so maybe that nope, doesn't count. Not a house. I'm sure there's like different category. But what about like graveyards, though? Not a also house. not a house. Not a well, house. I don't give a shit about. A ho- okay, fine. We're saying house I know. Are. Fine. Convenient ass little mm-hmm. narrow. A man named Mister Myers. Who that? Michael. No, I don't know. His, no one knows his first name. His Damn first name it. never came what down if, to history. What if it is Mr.? It is Mr. because <gasps> he was a man. No, no like what, that's his Mr. name. He was Christian. I knew a guy named Mr. Christian? I played basketball with him. He was his name Christian. is Mr. Are you joking I'm not me? kidding. His name is his, his first name. His name was Mr. Mr. Middle name, last, uh, last name, name. 
Mr. Last Name. That was good. No, Maybe not. Right. Yeah. All right. Spooky, spooky fact number okay. two. That was a Dilbert cartoon. Mister, how old was Mister? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. He wasn't super old, but he moved into the house in 1850. No, I meant the real <laughs> Mister that you played uh, basketball with. Why? Because it's just weird. Okay. You're, Either 58. That kind of stopped me right here. 20. <laughs> So uh, Myers, though, in 1859, when he moved in, he was engaged to be married, and he was really excited about that, big time looking forward to it. Forward to it. So he bought the house, or he leased it, I don't know if he bought it or leased it, and he uh, dressed it up and made it nice and perfect for his soon-to-be wife, who was going to move in with him, and they're going to live happily ever after oh, until I have a bad feeling. she jilted him <gasps> right oh, before okay. they're about to get married. Uh-oh. She ran... Him. Runaway bride said, "No, sir, I don't want to go through with this." There he... she goes. <laughs> that is not the right context. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Even close. Um, he took his memories up to the fourth floor of Fifty Berkeley Square, and he was rarely seen again from that day forward. For the next fifteen oh. years, he was basically a shut-in, a recluse. Well, that's sad. He would only be seen. He'd He's come tired. to his door occasionally to uh, get food. Didn't he have to work? Honestly, I'm assuming he was, no. you know, had a same trust fund. Yeah, something like huh. that. Oh, uh, he got some sort of coin. It must have been some. Yeah, he did not work because he never came out of the house again for the next 15 years. Mm. Wow, he just went out to the door because he couldn't have been that old. Give me your credit food. card no, fraud. I so gold. Credit card. I don't know. <laughs> he was a Remote hacker. credit card fraud. <laughs> yeah, in 1889. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Spooky Telegraph. Yeah, Telegraph. I was going to say dot dot dash Prince. In the dead of night, though, Myers would kind of putter about. So imagine an eerie, dim candle. And from the dark, in the middle of the night, two in the morning, people who are passing by outside would see this little candle just going from window to window in an That's otherwise creepy. completely black house. Why? Um, that over the years, by the way, the house fell into, he, uh, he Mr. Mr. Myers, apparently fell into madness while the house itself fell into disrepair. There's a little bit, you can see, I don't know if you can see it, but the lawn in front of it is tiny. The, I'm sorry. The There's a lawn? There's a little bit yeah. of a space in front of it, surrounded by wrought iron black yeah. with spikes. But that little lawn became weedy and, and unkempt and covered in, in, they said, straw and handbills, just stray paper. The house became moldy. The, the windows were grimy, you know, covered with grime. Gross. It became just this nasty-looking uh, house. He's like a ghoul. He's like the male Miss Havisham. Kind of. Sure. You know what? I don't know who that is. People have actually... Exactly. Uh, people, yeah. Some people think Charles Dickens based Miss Havisham on Mr. Myers. There's really? Hint, Aaron. But the timing is a little bit off because... It's not because I think that that book was the early 1860s and he had just kind of started his descent into madness. I don't know. But it might, some people think that anyway. But the reputation was already um, in place by 1874 when Myers was finally kind of noticed. People had even forgot he lived there. So imagine that candle and and you hear some knockings occasionally and things like that in in the dead of night from a house that people even forgot there's even someone in there. He's that far gone. So you can see where that kid kind of Fuel rumors. Fuel yeah. rumors. So this, yeah. this, something's going on there. So over time, the legends grew and the stories were told. There are many, many stories and legends. One of the earliest ones were the first ghost sightings where a young woman was seen hanging from the fourth floor windowsill, hang outside, hanging from the building. I'm doing check. You guys, <laughs> no, but you said fourth floor. Fourth floor. Yeah, it's the floor and a story. <laughs> no. That's an accepted word in English. I'm sorry, I use an Green. English word. It's, I mean, English in England. Bitch, this thing. It's like boot or car park. 
It's a flurry. People know flo- that. No, you changed now it now. Is it flurry? Ch- yeah. <laughs> it's a cute little flurry. to know. And they say flurry, right? No, they don't. Oh, damn you. Sorry. They said that's a cover for me. <laughs> no, you, you're the only one. <laughs> you know who was had to laugh. spooky fact? Um, oh my goodness. Snoop Dogg was uh, temporarily banned from the UK. Mm-hmm. Really? And Norway. <laughs> what? Don't know. Wow. Good research. Solid storytelling. Weed, deep knowledge. Yeah, that's what I... I do. He let his house get lots of weeds in the lawn. He said to vote for Obama because Michelle got a fat ass. He did. (laughs) I was like, that's kind of inappropriate, Snoop. Snoopy. Snoops or Snoop Lion. Curtis. So, um... What's his real name? uh, uh, Curtis. Snoop Dogg. Curtis? Is it really Curtis? No, it's... Calvin. Yeah, Calvin. So, so anyway, nice. get back to our ghost tour. You're ruining the ambiance. I was ghost talking story. about your God hometown hero. My fourth floorty. <laughs> so this will get, they see this woman hanging from the fourth story windowsill. There you go. Outside, she'd scream. People would come and say, oh, my God, they'd see her there. And as they rushed to help, she would lose her grip, let go, tumble into space four stories below, only to disappear before she landed. Yeah, that's freaky. Well, that doesn't make any ghost. sense. Well, it's a ghost. Sure they don't make sense. Ghost. No, but the ghost of what? A lady. Well, let's find out, actually. Yeah. Uh, a clumsy, clumsy lady. There was a woman. <laughs> a young woman. Yeah, no, I I I'm sorry. I was kidding. But I managed to grab onto the ledge. Well, there was a legend, another legend that, that apparently oh. kind of dubbed And then another this. ledge. Has a woman named Adeline, a young woman. Adeline. She, unfortunately, lived in the house with her uncle who was a brutal abuser nothing i read says like what he did but it's like oh but it was pretty terrible so i don't know he's abusing her her uncle I don't know. so she throws herself from the window on the fourth story wow. slash floor slash flurry <laughs> and um so she you know that must be where the windowsill hanging ghost comes from but uh, it said that her ghost can actually scare people to death okay and they take the she takes the form of either a brown mist or like a white figure the white a brown figure mist kind of classic but a brown mist a brown that sounds like lost yeah. or a fart okay. all right or spongebob the, this um <clears throat> spongebob this this spongebob? story or this this legend has goes back to at least 1789 by the way when at the time some newspapers alleged that quote more than 50 respectable people have reported seeing adeline clinging to the windowsill about to drop to her doom so this, this goes way way back and that's, that's still really early days in the house uh and so it sounds like adeline obviously is associated with that that first ghost story there she supposedly knocks moves furniture and makes knocking noises so you can see that could definitely frighten someone to death i mean couldn't that knocking yeah no the sofa is not where you last remember the sofa wouldn't you die no yes if you're uh, if you have like a weak heart slowly of frustration <laughs> slowly. You die. bitch keeps on moving the coffee table so the house is also said to be said to be haunted by a young man who was locked in the attic on the fourth story and fed only through a hole in the door until he went insane and died. That's so he just went insane right. and died? Pretty much. That was it. All right, the chronology, yeah. a little All weird on that one. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Didn't take long. He was already precariously balanced. Maybe he just acting. stopped eating. I'll go with that. Yeah. You guys are trying to. Solitary apply confinement logic. is yeah, I know. very bad for people. So. It is. If he was literally yeah, confined solitarily. Solitary. If you don't believe these ones, I have another one for you. All right. Uh, haunted no, little girl. I believe them all 100%. Good. I believe in ghosts. I think they're here right now. 
I think they're avid listeners. Um, first and foremost, do, we, do they get counted? Are they Patreon no. patrons? Because if are not, they, are they uh, subscribing, rating, and reviewing? Do they have PayPal accounts? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is the worst part, <laughs> which is why I have Free. a prop spooky fact. I have a problem with ghosts. You're fucking freeloaders. First of all, mm-hmm. second of all, um, stop. So I would you didn't like. Have a second of all, did yeah. you? No. I would like for there to be ghosts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't it's know. That's creepy as fuck. I know, no, but, but cool. Because it'd be nice, you know, for like Grandma Polly to come yeah. back and say hi every now and then. I, uh, uh, to be watching you while you poo. No. <laughs> That's literally what my mother told me. <laughs> that somebody told her when some, you know, uncle died or whatever. He watches you poo. He'll watch you in the bathroom. I yeah, God. that I really. So, so that uncle had a reputation. For I his think death, probably of yeah. These things every now and then. When you're when you're going to the bathroom. Yeah. Is my uncle like who's watching me? <laughs> I, I don't believe in those stuff. I got lots of dead uncles and aunts and grandparents and dads with unfinished business. I, um, I check. I like to uh, test out my stand up comedy routine on the, <laughs> the ghost will you get feedback though um if i like the um, i hear like knocking noises or like you know a, a sudden gust of wind mm-hmm. or it's cold mm-hmm. all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's not the pea shivers it's grandma polly saying good one <laughs> you know you should test that out on the ghosts <laughs> a little more here's the thing work on it Workshop there's so it. many assholes in the world everyone would be fucking haunted yeah. All yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. earlier. Because I'm like, there's so many dead people exactly. too. Chances are someone you there's some asshole who doesn't like you died. Because people die all the time. Spooky fact, people die. That's true. <laughs> someone died right <laughs> now. Buy spooky fact. Um spooky fact SIDS. Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah. Spooky fact. He just brought us all down. Aaron doesn't have a spooky mm-hmm. fact. I was gonna say uh, Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. Yeah, well yeah. he admits it now. Apparently. You and Donald Trump. <laughs> And, huh? his, and his dad he killed Oswald or something. Uh, like that. Oswald, I'm not sure. his, the his, octopus his, cartoon. No, his JFK. dad killed JFK. Yeah, yeah that's what Donald Trump Back. says. Back. So, let's talk about some of the classic scary stories associated with 50, 50 Berkeley Square, the scariest, most haunted house in all of London. Number one, I call it a challenge. Uh oh. It happened in 1840. The house by then had already gotten a bad reputation because a 20-year-old student and young noble named Robert. Warboys, which is a great, great last name, by the way. I want that like Warboys. <laughs> Warboys. He's partying in a tavern in Holborn. It's part of London, a couple miles away, I think. Sure. He was said to... Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's a joke. What is it? It's a great character <laughs> on Game of Thrones. No, is it really? Oh, my God. No, that's the joke. Okay. Tis the joke. Any weird word. Word? Yes. Warboys would right? be. That sounds like a Game of Thrones kind of name, though. Sure. I have to admit. We don't watch it. Bobby Warboys. He was a, a notorious rake, libertine, and scoffer. All right. So they uh, his crowd there, his, his boys are starting to talk about all the crazy hauntings in this 50 Berkeley Square. What a scary house it was and how it was haunted. You know Bob, though... Bob Warboys was having none of it. What like, time frame was this? 1840. Again? Okay. Why don't people use the word rake anymore? I don't know. They don't. Only for your lawn or leaves. That's about the it. first time What's I ever heard rake? it. It's like a... An like immoral a pleasure yeah. seeker. There you go. I heard it on Jeopardy once. And the question was, what is an immoral pleasure seeker? And the guy said, what's a hoe? <laughs> like rakish. But... um. That's how I know it. There was a TV series called Rake. 
Yeah. Yeah, not in my time. No. No. Yeah. Like, we, when? Like the 1840s. It was like a fucking Amazon show or something. No. Was it about like a rape and a moral pleasure? Is it British? Maybe they still like it. Hey, English listeners, do you still use the word rake in all seriousness? They use the word rake, not ironically. She was about to say something else. So anyway, Bob Warboys. He's having none of these stories in this whole haunted house. He didn't believe it. He said the stories were bullshit. He called them, quote, unadulterated poppycock. Oh, what a rake. was a pretty bad language. Aaron, what would that be translated as these days? Poppycock. Huh? Unadulterated poppycock. What would that be these days? Um, Doing all kinds of shit. No, some bullshit. You're terrible, Aaron. You ruined it. It was like, like, that's motherfucking bullshit. Googling rake. Googling rake. It's Australian. I couldn't feed you a line and you dropped it. You can't feed me lines. I'm... I'm an independent agent. Okay, so to his friends, though, no. that sounded like a dare. So they, um, it all, which also, this also sounds like the setup for about 50 B-horror movies. Yeah. Yeah, but a little bit. That's beside the point. The challenge went out. They challenged Bob to spend the night in the spooky house alone. Ooh, was he going to get money for doing it? No, or? he's just going to... Take up a the challenge. Sleep study. He said it was bullshit. A sleep no. study. <laughs> okay, okay, guys, I'll do let's this, do it. but only if we can make contributions to science. <laughs> yeah, let's get Let published in the journal. And they're pretty drunk by this time. So he's, he's doing it. He accepts there, probably has a few more ales, and they make their way. So they go over 250 Berkeley Square, and which, by the way, I, I don't. it says, the things I read said he asked the landlord... Can I spend the night in here in your house? Well, that uh, was polite. It's very well, it, it, and not the, very rakish. Yeah, no, but also pretty. I was real fixated on the rake part of this <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Yes, you are. Not immoral enough for me. I don't think you're in that title. Yeah, but he just knocks on the door and says, "Hey, can I spend the night? My friends dared me in your haunted house." Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, weird. that seems a little bit drunk. It seems unlikely drunk, to be, actually. but he was dared. So the, the landlord said, "Okay, you know what? I will let you do this on two conditions. Right. One, you have to have a pistol with you." Boy, what? what are they thieves? That sounds dangerous. That does sound dangerous. Two, Burglars. two. There's a cord up there for you know that can summon. It rings a bell. Summon. And that first sight or feeling of anything strange and out of the ordinary, you have to ring that bell, and I'll come. You know, save you. Whatever. What you, the my bedroom's right down below you. Uh, I'll come ring the bell at the first scary sight, and I'll come up there because you didn't want to get hurt. I guess. I guess on his. Then say no. So war boys, war boys says deal. I'll do it. So I guess he had a pistol. He got a pistol. Remember, this is 1840, yeah. so it's a one-shotter. Or a musket. Uh, no, a pistol. A musket. So Bob Warboys <laughs> goes upstairs. Tick-tock, tick-tock. The tick-tock. landlord slash occupant, whatever he is, goes to sleep in his bedroom right below where Bob is in a lonely room, door closed. I think it's, it's either the second floor or the fourth floor. You know, all the scary stuff seemed to happen on the fourth floor, but then a lot of the sources I read say it was a second floor bedroom where all this stuff happened, and he was in a second floor bedroom. Not that that's important, but... I don't know. So anyway, the landlord goes to sleep. The clock chimes midnight. Scary Uh-oh. time. It's Suddenly. I don't like that. The landlord hears the bell <laughs> ringing frantically, and then a shot rings out. I think you're peeking. <laughs> the landlord rushes upstairs, unlocks the door, and finds... A dead guy. Everything looks pretty normal. There's nothing out of the ordinary, except there in the shadows in the corner of the room is Robert Warboys with a pistol still smoking in his hand. Uh-oh. Paralyzed with fear. Me too. He's shivering. His eyes are bulging. His lips are curled back to show clenched teeth. 
The, uh, following his eyes, he's staring at the opposite wall. So the landlord follows his gaze and sees, and he finds a bullet lodged in the wall opposite Warboys. What had he shot out? What had happened to the thing he shot out? Shot out. Shot, shot out. out. Shot out. <laughs> what the hell happened? Did he go crazy? Did he get spooked? What happened to the thing he shot at? There you go. We will never know because apparently I'm going to say he went mad and he well, was unable to ever tell anyone what happened because that seems to be a motif in these stories. So let's assume it was true here too. Huh. So. I think it was his own shadow because sometimes my own shadow scares me when I'm scaring oh, yeah. and a car comes up behind me <laughs> and so they have their lights on and then I, my shadow like, goes in front of me and like, my God, there's a shadow creature in front of me it's suddenly it's with light spooky. on me. It's like in Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch out for that bitch. He's mischievous. It's kind of like or, when a cat sees oh. its own reflection. Or like the videos of small children, like toddlers, just learning how to walk and seeing their shadows on the ground. And they're, Running. They're super scared. They, really? They're either scared or intrigued or something, but or they're hilarious. Well, they're always yeah, stupid. They're Let's be real. Toddlers are stupid. Toddlers are fucking dumb. I don't know. God damn it. Learn how to talk already. God damn. (laughs) You get cats to poop in the toilet, but you, it takes like a year. Mm. Do math. It's not that hard. Mm. God damn it. Kidding. Have some better critical thinking skills. So anyway, two-year-olds. This next story I call scared to death. I don't know why I said a question. I don't either. Uh, This centers around a man, unnamed, who moved into the 50 Berkeley Square we're not sure when. Doesn't also untimed. But we need that. But he moved in with his his two teenage daughters. The older daughter complained immediately of a musty smell. She said it smelled something like the animal cages at the zoo. No worries though. It's a great location. We're staying, Uh-oh. bitch. I'm, I'm, this is Mayfair. I imagine if, even if a voice said "get out," they would have stayed. I mean, this is a, this is the deal. It's a good and house. they're probably white. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> In London. Probably. Yes. Uh, 19th century. So anyway, what? Captain Kentfield, the oldest daughter, is the oldest daughter's fiance. Right? Wait. Huh? What? The oldest you daughter. Figure it out. No, I has thought. Has a fiance. His oh, name I is Captain you, Kentfield. I, I thought you said the oldest daughter is the oldest daughter's fiance. No, that'd be weird. <laughs> I, that's that's not sense. legal yet. Something loop. didn't understand. Clicker in my head. No, no, that'd be weird. He did say it weird though. Yeah. I did. I meant to say it. Anyway, the oldest daughter had a fiance. His name was Captain Kent. There you go. There we you all go. figured it out. He was coming for a visit. <laughs> right? Uh, so they send a maid up to the second floor bedroom Uh-oh. to get it ready for Captain Kentfield. Center up for failure. Mm-hmm. Oh, worse than failure. Uh-huh. Much worse. Because moments later, there's a terrifying screams come and Rattle the house. Let's say it rattled. Um, <laughs> the whole everybody rushes upstairs, goes into the bedroom, and they find the maid barely conscious on the floor, mumbling repeatedly, "Don't let it touch me. Well, Don't let it touch me." Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe it was a cockroach. She died yeah. in the hospital the next day, Aaron. So too soon from fright. Right? From fright and is madness that- caused by this creature that. Is that what, huh. what is the? She was like, never able to say what the, it was. I want to know what the. No, I'm talking about the physiological mechanism for dying of fright. Yeah, let's just say it can happen. Sure. Arsenic yep. poisoning. It was really weird. Yeah, cyanide. <laughs> uh, no worries though, because Captain Kentfield, he's he's fearless. He says, "I don't care. I'll still come over and spend the night." Which makes me wonder if there wasn't some scheduled hanky panky with what? the fiance. I'm just saying, you know, after a big schedule. sleep, schedule. come upstairs. I'll expect you. to see you about midnight or so. Your dad's asleep. Come on upstairs, baby. 
Don't, I don't like this. Are you sure? <laughs> a person just died in that room. He's like, no problem. I'll stay there. That's why I don't like it. Come on, man. So Captain Kenfield comes over. He, uh, after dinner and all that stuff, I'd say it's 11 o'clock. Let's say it's 11.15. I can make that up. Because everything happens, everything happens at midnight. So sometime before midnight, he takes that one one candle and What's walks upstairs in the dim murk. And he goes to his room. To that same room where that maid was just scared to, scared to death. So... Half hour later, again, the household is aroused by horrific screams, and then a single shot rings out, because apparently everybody always had guns with them. Well, he was a captain. There you go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) fucking duh. Captain Tineo, that guy's always armed. (laughs) He plays a mean piano and shoots. I assumed you meant in the army. I'm sure he is. No, I did, actually, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not sea captain. He's captain of like, the marching squad. Like, <laughs> yeah, a worship team. Heart. So they rush upstairs and they find Captain Kentfield on the floor, his face twisted in horror. This is the ring. White dead. Yeah. Ooh. Scared to death. He didn't even last a day in the mental asylum. He died right then so and there. The, the maid's stronger. Was tougher than him? Yes, yeah. that's yes. exactly true. Not shocked. Not no, shocked. Uh-uh. So a nobleman who lives nearby or, or hears about this, nobleman. and he's intrigued. He says he was a skeptical and practical man, it is okay. said. So he wanted to get to the bottom of these ghost stories. So he rents the house. I guess the uh, the unnamed man and left two daughters saying, we're getting out of here. That's enough. <laughs> two deaths. He rents the house, and he has this a rope put in, just like they all had, and every room had a rope to, to summon to, that was attached to a bell. You, you could summon servants, right? That is... So he has a little plan. Alarming. He says... Pun intended. What, having the rope to the belt? <laughs> I said that that's alarming. Routine. Oh, I get it. So he has. Um, he tells his servants, he goes, listen, let's not be ridiculous here. If I ring the bell one time, don't worry about it. I'm, I, probably just got, I probably just scared myself. I'm okay. Don't come up. I don't want to, you know, let's not be ridiculous. If, however, it's I ring the bell twice, get your ass up here stat because it means I'm being killed by a ghost. That's like calling 911 and saying, just a heads up. In the next couple hours, <laughs> if I call to hang up on me. This was a bluff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to scare myself. I don't want to inconvenience you guys. So anyway. Oh, Lord. That very night, as the clock was still chiming the midnight hour, the servants hear a single ring of the bell. They wait. Is there going to be another? Is our master being slaughtered by a nameless thing? Whew. No other noise. But then, suddenly, the bell doesn't ring once more. It rings frantically. Bing, 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 bing. I don't know. That's a terror. <laughs> No, he was trying to communicate with us <laughs> mentally, <laughs> psychically. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Ringle, 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 ringle. Ringle, 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 ring, 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 ring. I have heard a bell, but I've forgotten how to how they sound. So the servants hearing rush upstairs frantically. And he, they find this uh, unnamed nobleman, this skeptical nobleman, paralyzed with fear. He dies the very next day, again, never able to tell anyone what had so frightened him. Goodness. Mm-mm-mm. That's a good idea. Gracious. <laughs> the- See, if I was a servant and it only rang one time and then silent, 
I would then want to go up there because I would be worried that yeah, he rang the bell and then died. Or, yeah. you know. yeah. He didn't Let's have enough time. Too much into that time. I mean, I, I'm I gonna... this my artistic license. No, I know, but oh, I'm just well. saying, he told them, if yes. I ring it once, yes, don't I mean. worry. I would still worry. <laughs> That's another thing about ghost stories, how much of them are just artistic license. Maybe. Well, maybe. Well, is that the, the part, correct answer? The part, the maybe, part about that. Maybe he, um, not. The part that he did ring once and then... <laughs> There was a pause, and it rang frantically. That's that's in the story. I didn't make that up. I'm not. My, oh, this is all. This is only. It wasn't your artistic license, yeah. but it was somebody else's. Is this unnamed man and unnamed time? Yes, it is. Unnamed, and unnamed daughters, but they named the Captain Kenfield. I like that part. So maybe he actually did live. The next story I like to call Lord Littleton loses a bet. Yes. In 1872, Tom, Lord Thomas Littleton, mm-hmm. member of Parliament, by the way, oh, he was living in the house on 50 Berkeley Square. Ber- 50 Berkeley Square. If you're paying attention earlier, I told you that no. Mr. Myers moved in in 1859 and lived there 15, 15 years. years. Yeah. I, I was so how this works, I'm not sure. Let's just assume someone screwed up the date. Yeah, they shared. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, he was a recluse, oh. remember? Well, no, did he, he own the whole, whole, yes. all four floors? Myers did, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's oh. one house. It's not. Oh. A, it wasn't any kind of apartments. Okay. It still is. It's just one unit. Oh. So, oh, okay. Mr. Lord Littleton, or Littleton? <laughs> Let's call him Littleton. What was that? That, was, that noise is worse than my... <laughs> 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 it was the okay. word okay. <laughs> is that what you said? Yes! Why are they laughing at you? I don't know. He doesn't terrible. Okay. Suddenly, it's this little mousy. I was accepting the information. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Uh, I'm not today. sure they did either, to be honest. I've had several pain relievers today, and I think it's making me loopy. Yeah, Karen, a leave is known to I, people. Woo, no, it isn't. Oh my god. Okay, well, now you're loopy. I know. Because you do not understand sarcasm whatsoever. Um, Lord Littleton was sleeping. In that fateful bedroom where there was on the fourth floor or the second floor, we don't know. Let's say it's the second. They're all haunted. So anyway, he turns. <laughs> he's taken off his wig. I assume. Yes. Powdered. I'm guessing. I don't know. Wait, 1872? I don't think they still were. Oh. In the House of Lords? <laughs> well, he's a member of Parliament. Well, but he's a lord. He's a member of Parliament. He was a That's noble the same lord. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, was he a house <laughs> Because he's a lord, little did, did, did lords wear? Um, I, I'll bet they did. Oh, wow. I, I just made that Do up, they? so I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I want to become a lord and to bring back the wig. The wig? Yeah. You, yeah, you can do it now. Man, you not Bring back the wig? I don't think well, it lasts. the wig. I want a full. They still wear it in. I know. Law, yeah. In law, in but it's still half-assed. They just put that little. Yeah, I know. Little yeah. D- they that go, crunch a munch, yeah. So fucking lit they got from their fucking belly button on the top of their stupid ass head. And they got robes on. They put, and they put on fucking Halloween yeah. costume and they say, oh, you're cutie. And then <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to bring back like a fucking lace front, like Hold on. And I don't think like they were lace front back then. I mean like high ass wigs. Yes. And I want to see that powder. Good. Exactly. I want that powder to come off their shoulders. So I want to them to think they're day. at a drag show. Yes, I agree. Raja already did that. Go to English judge is pretty much our drag queens anyway. Yeah, I mean pretty much. Not enough. They don't. Stick. Have you seen what they wear beneath those robes? High heels. Trust me. I want it. Frankie Lingerie. Exactly. A stiletto. My source, Monty Python. So it's. <laughs> so, 
Lord Littleton, who, by the way, Kara was a lord. I don't know if you know that or not. Mm, that was <laughs> my favorite uh, part of the last yeah, few I'm minutes. Yeah, I'm catching things from your story that you don't even yeah, know. Well, that's right, he is. <laughs> Y'all both he, uh, he try, he's, he's getting his wig off. He sees there is something in the room there with him. So imagine he's in there. He's got one oil lamp. It's flickering in the darkness. That's what oils do. And oil uh, he has no idea what the creature is, but it scared him still. He calmly gets his rifle and fires one shot at the thing. Apparently, there's always a loaded rifle in every house at, at that time. Yeah, uh, probably. Could have been a ghost rifle. I don't know. So, allegedly, it said, in the thing I read, it said other witnesses saw this same creature. I have no idea how there are other witnesses. It's like, hey, I'm going to go to bed. You guys want to come up with me? <laughs> Ew. Who, who wants to help me take my wig off? Oh, we'll do it. Let's come on. Maybe he has servant steam. Or so. maybe he screamed and they came a-running. Maybe he's a swinger. Maybe so. Maybe so. Or all good theories. Oh, por que no los cuatro? All of them. <laughs> There's four of those. Why not both? Say it in Japanese. <laughs> ah, nice. So anyway, bitch. regardless, the thing you was can't. described... By these apparently multiple witnesses, as an amorphous shape, or they said something like, "quote sticky liquid." Get ready; it's going to get worse in terms of its physical description, or weirder. It was silly putty. It may, who knows? It made weird noises as it moved in this kind of lumbering fashion uh, across the room. Some people thought it was an octopus. It, you heard me right, <laughs> an octopus. I think it's the blob. An octopus moving across a room and then down some stairs, possibly in a row home in Mayfair, in London. I know, I know what it is. Ted Cruz. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> he does look kind of. Yes. He looks like a blobfish. Yeah. Look yes. it up. Look a blobfish wow. on land. He looks like a figure that melted in the that sun. Slightly oh. melted. Yeah. Or like, or like God was making people out of sand. It didn't quite finish. Whatever happened to Kevin That's from the office also happened to him. <laughs> wow. Ooh. We like Kevin. We don't like that. Yeah, I so know, they, but they look the same. It's like sad. gravity works extra hard on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's an alien. He's no, not used to our gravity. That's why it looks like a blobfish. Underwater, they look normal, but as soon as they get out of water they look like Ted Cruz a little potentially disappointed motherfucker potentially oh. perpetually <laughs> I don't do English very well <laughs> what I'm signaling you to cover my I drinking know. of my delicious ballast but it just makes us laugh sometimes we just can't think of anything to say <laughs> yeah, I spooky fact um, okay. I'm just laughing I haven't Seven. been sponsored by Dr. Pepper yet yeah, what the fuck <laughs> I'm still waiting for your call ballast point I'm owned by some big I'm still waiting for no, Stacy's pita chips to supply me with a lifetime supply pita chips how about hummus Simply what? Naked is my favorite flavor. Lightly salted. It's a flavor? Yes. Well, yeah. Simply Naked. It's not really a flavor. Yeah. More of a lack of flavor, actually. I just want a straight up good old pita chip. Nothing right. else. I live off of pita chips since Sour Patch Kids. I bought a six pound <laughs> bag. I was having a bad day. Don't ask questions. <laughs> um, we didn't. So <laughs> I, I love going to Rite Thank you. Amen. Okay. All right. Some people theorize the that it was a kind happened. of kind of land octopus. Land octopus. Um, the Pacific Northwest tree octopus? That's a little bit. So no. apparently this octopus mutated or adapted or whatever, but maybe it, it, it adapted to a waterless life after moving up the Thames, let's say, maybe then through a canal and then in right through there. the sewage system and then up into the piping, I, I imagine. This is Finding Nemo. Of uh, 50 <laughs> Berkeley Dory. Square. And then up to the freaking at least the second floor of 50 Berkeley Square, upstairs. I mean, Christ. 
That's the um, no. It all checks. Perfect logic. It came from a tank, obviously. Yeah, but it's mine. And then scared the shit out of this guy, so he shot it. Yeah, and then disappeared. It just wanted to a home. Another version of the story, by the way, has Lord Littleton. Lord betting a friend does that sound familiar that he could spend the night in the supposedly haunted room and that again again um, not sure where Mr. Myers was because this is still in 1872 in this version he brought a shotgun with him and when he saw the strange creature he fired fired multiple times at the creature no in the morning they go back up to the room and all they find is spent shotgun casings no sign of this creature so yeah. it's a land octopus it's resilient to shotguns and it somehow disappeared shotguns take know. way too long to fire it would have been gone after the first one he's stupid it already went downstairs and <laughs> hailed the cab <laughs> yeah i got an uber and said i'm out yeah. uh, littleton would later say that the upper floor rooms were quote supernaturally fatal to body and mind. So apparently he got scared. He was left marked by this incident. The last story I will share with you about 50 Berkeley Square, I call The Unfortunate Sailors. Oh, that also sounds like a book or a musical number. These are my titles, by the way. Pretty pretty proud of them. Not really. So, 1887, the HMS Penelope Oh, as some people pronounce it, <laughs> Who was it who pronounced it, Penelope? My mom's student teacher. Yes, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And Penelope said... Yeah. You know what? It's kind of logical. Let's be yeah. real. I suppose. I suppose. One, one of those words that you read, and you, if you've never heard it... And if you're not Spanish... Wear, uh, gin champ? You probably... Penelope Cruz. Does she like to feed the piggy <laughs> Penelope Cruz. <laughs> so anyway, the HMS Penelope is docked at Portsmouth Harbor... So a couple of the seamen decide to head up to London. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah, I should have I mean, paused. Actually, the word yeah, seamen. Yeah. We fine. A couple of the seamen decide they're going up from London to have some fun while they have the shore leave, right? Their names are Robert Martin and Edward Blunden. Edward. Ed, Ed, Edward. 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 Okay. Edward. Let's call him Bob and Ted. Okay. Um, Ted. What Edward, about Ed? Ted is a common... <laughs> Diminutive. No. It really is. Ted yes. Kennedy. His name is Edward. Fuck, I thought it was me? for Theodore. Well, that it can too. be that too. Oh, it's that's mine. not allowed. Ed. Chuck's <laughs> much more upset by this than I would imagine. People say Ed. Ed and Eddie. Have you seen <laughs> You also are very, you're, you're rattled by this. <laughs> Why? It's like Dick from Robert. No, no Dick, Dick from, from Richard. Richard. <laughs> Dick from Robert. Have you ever called people named I Robert mean, Dick? Dick from Bob Richard from Robert. Bob from Robert. Yeah. Just say Rob. Okay. Just say Rich. Or okay, we'll call him. Or, we'll, you know, let's call him Martin <laughs> Blunden. How's that? You can only have nicknames are reserved to one goddamn name. You I can't agree. have Ted for both Theodore and Edward. Oh, so make no sense. Why is it not Ted? Like yeah, Nick from John. Jack. Jack is from John. I know that, John but now it's his own entity, like me. Aaron's always been Aaron. And Hank used to be short for Henry. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Hank. No, that, Hank. Hank. Oh, just Hank. <laughs> used to be short for Henry. It's still short for Henry. No, but the, yeah. Well, like Jack. But, but now Hank can be its own name. Yeah. Really? Like yeah. Jack. Yeah. Just name Hank. And sure. Anybody? Yeah. I know the that. football player. No. <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out. The football player. Hank. You're not what? talking about Hank Aaron, are you? Who is that? By the way, I'll guarantee there's no football player's name Hank. Hank Aaron is a baseball that. player. Oh, I'm gonna. Who's who's that not. one Playboy the, with the Playboy bunny that had a show? Her husband was named Hank. Hank. Yeah, Kendra. Aaron, you remember that? <laughs> His name was Hank. If Emma was Hank. there, she'd be able to tell us. Egg or Larry. And he's a football player? Yeah. Are you sure? 
Yes. I think you're right. I think his Hank name was Look Hank. at me Connor? go. Connor Let me do this. Kendra, what's your name? Okay, some of you have to pay attention to the story, not just looking at God. <laughs> Mom can do it. Okay. Kendra. So, uh, Martin and, and Blunden. Yes, there it is. The seamen. The seamen. They uh, naturally got very drunk and wanted Basket. a place to stay, stay, so they saw a Tillette sign on the window of 50 Berkeley Square and said, we can just stay there tonight for free. So they broke into the house. Oh. They, they just wanted a warm place to spend the night, no big deal. Uh, so they checked the basement first, but it's too damp and cold and also possibly full of rats. So that's not gonna work. They go upstairs, it's kind of a Goldilocks thing going on here. A little bit. They go upstairs and they finally wind their way up to the uh huh second floor to that fateful, scary ass haunted bedroom where that land octopus and or ghost and or God knows what <laughs> dwells. Yeah, Ted, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is there. His name is Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. The octopus, the land <laughs> yes. octopus. They called it Ted. I want to call it Ted. It's my pet. But so Cruz. They go into the second floor. Um, and there they figure, okay, let's spend the night here. Blunden, Blunden though, <laughs> feels Blunden, feels kind of uneasy right off the bat, right? I mean, he, he is feels like there's breaking a breaking and entering. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that. He feels like there's a thing, a presence in the room with them. Martin says, "You're a bussy. There's nothing here. Here, you look like you need some air. I'm going to open this window to get some fresh air. I'm going to prop it open with my rifle." Because again, there's always a weapon no. with these people in every story. You need that to shoot the land. Drop it open with your rifle. I mean, uh, Jesus, that's just that, is, yeah. that, that sounds like some not. southern shit. Yeah, it does. That does. Southern U.S. Yeah, <laughs> not southern England. <laughs> so, in one version, by the, in one version, they um, they also uh, have a poker there, a fire poker. So it's not oh, clear. Anyway, that's another weapon. Yeah, they go to sleep. How? After midnight, how? Because I wouldn't be able to tired. go. Oh yeah, there it is. And they don't know. Yeah, they don't know anything about. They this. don't know to be they're scared. They're not aware but of. But there's the a presence. They're sailors. Well, that's to true. One guy feels the drunk. presence. The other guy does not. He he goes to sleep. The other guy eventually falls asleep too. Uh, oh, all right. Do that to you. Mm-hmm. Opium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's assume they were opiated. So, Blunden wakes up to the sound of a creaking door. You didn't have to do it. This isn't Carrie, a haunted sounds a, album. Um, can you put in some sound effects there? Sure. Of my, I was expecting uh, you to fuck it up just like he didn't know. That was pretty good, huh? Send it. They, they hear a creaking door. <laughs> is what I think it sounds <laughs> like. Jar Jar Binks. Misa Tinka. Oh my god. Don't you ever do Jar Jar Binks again. That's not right. Do Chewbacca. Go. I can't anymore. You're a liar. I am. You failed us. Yes, you did. So, Blunden wakes up with a sound and he stares into the murky darkness and eventually he sees something there in the doorway. Ted Cruz. <laughs> Nosferatu. Something Ted that Cruz. is crawling toward them. Yeah. It makes a kind of moist, scraping noise as it slowly yeah. advances. That sounds like an oxymoron. Honestly, that time it I does. Ted Cruz sounds when he's touching <laughs> you for a nice wet high five, like handshake. Let's ask his uh, moist, former roommate. Scraping <laughs> sound. It sounds like a creature dragging itself across the floor, but like a wet one. Uh huh. A wet it's creature. All. Some people just have, or some versions describe the thing as kind of this gray blob. They're virgins. Only virgins can talk about these stories. That's like what you said. Like a virgin. <laughs> Madonna. Describing Ted Cruz. <laughs> Not really the melody. That description would be like this. Ah! So, whatever it is, whatever it looks like, it is blocking their only exit out of that haunted room. Not the window. Martin 
sees it too. I guess he woke up. Oh. He's scared now. Blunden spots the rifle in the room by the window, and he goes for the rifle. Let's prop it up in the window. Yeah. Uh, so again, some versions call that a fire poker. Regardless, fire he makes a dash for this rifle and or fire poker, and the thing darts toward him, <laughs> seriously, and attacks him. Uh, his he it strangles him with like a tentacle or a tendril. It's no, actually strangling what? him um, after it catches him before he can get to the gun. This right? is a bad trip. This is great. Yeah, it might be. Brave and loyal friend Martins. What does he do? He makes a business decision. Sees the door is now unguarded. Yep. Gets the fuck out of there. You know, kind of smart. Off. He leaves. Me as fuck. Better mm. one survives and both die. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's why when you're in the zombie apocalypse, the one who lives is the one who trips the other one. Yeah, you're a monster. Maybe he was going to get help. He does, actually. He races onto the street and he finds a constable. He begs the constable. He says, oh, come back with me. My friends will be attacked by, by a tentacle monster. I don't know if he said that. Maybe he didn't. But this my friend's in trouble. Please come back. Tie. So they finally get back. They run upstairs. They find the room. Empty. Empty. Uh-oh. Of a monster. Wait. <laughs> Bitch. That is. So There's it's no not empty. Effect. Well, in every version, Blunden winds up dead. How and where he's dead changes repeatedly. So, here are the versions. One has Blunden horribly dismembered and found down in the basement. Ooh, right. His face, or you know, apparently separated from his body, is, has, of course, those bulging eyes and that terrified, scared look on it. It has to. They always do. Another version has him splat at the front of the of the house, either pushed or fallen or jumped yeah, I out, of, out of the window. Some versions actually ha- and have him impaled on one of those sharp spikes you couldn't no longer see over there because my yeah. uh, your screensaver kind of ruined that one. Uh, so another versions though say he tr- say that they both fled and that he tripped going down the stairs and died that way, like broke his neck on the, on the downstairs. Whatever happened, he was definitely found dead and he definitely found had a terrified expression on what was left of his face. That's for sure. Was his friend accused of murdering him and did he get no, prosecuted? No, That's not good. that I know of anyway. Another version so bummed out already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this hasn't really been an upper episode. No, no it hasn't. <laughs> Uh, so what is it? Is it a ghost? The thing that the thing that's scaring people at Berkeley Square. Those first those first stories are very much a ghost. The woman hanging from the windowsill. Then it turns into an anime. Ones, little yeah, kids, the man it, in the attic. Yeah, it just gets a little bit. It start, silly. It seems like it starts out as a regular good old ghost, right? But good after that, ghost. it takes on this scary amorphous, you know, land octopus kind of thing. Right? Yeah, like uh, a thing that can actually touch. Which that's what I don't believe about ghosts. Well, because of that, though, some people have actually treated the story as a cryptid story. No, in other words, they think this is something. This is an unknown animal up there. That's some kind of a land octopus or adapted. No, I'm gonna fight everybody. I swear to God, this is a. This is some people. I, I don't think that's in the cryptid literature I don't think it's accepted but some people have posited this is actually a real creature and it, this is evidence of it these stories are about this real creature that was up there and that again by the way if you if you look it up if you look up 50 Berkeley Square Square, I guarantee you'll see drawings of some kind of a vaguely octopus like creature in the shadow sometimes walking downstairs or moving downstairs uh, so that that's a common motif huh. of this story and that uh you, uh, also, the thing was said to make these gru- gruesome, sloppy noise as it moved. Moist scraping. Take yeah. And that it was, it had a um, razor-sharp claws on its 
feet or its, its tentacles. No, or that's whatever. the mist. Tendrils, yeah. Or, and some also say a sharp, sharp beak. Well, I guess okay. to give it that octopus-like. Uh, yeah, they're just running with that narrative. So it seems like it's all—it's like it's both kind of spectral, but also and and, and you know, fantastic, but also uh, the core of it, it's real, or at least seems to be something physical and tangible, all at the same time, which is kind of weird. That's not normal for these kinds of stories. Yeah. So it could be one writer called it a quote unnamed raw head and bloody bones. No idea what that means. What is a raw head? So like, okay, so did a creature? Do you buy that? Did a creature sneak up through the Thames, through a canal? Through the pipes. Where is that coming from? Make a house in, um, make a life for itself in 50 Berkeley Square. No, I don't buy that. No. I don't think I buy that either. I'm not sure anybody does. Yeah. Well, crazy people. So, in terms of what it really is, the, have you ever heard of Harry Price? He was a uh, English in the early, for the first half of the 20th century, he was an English sort of paranormal, you know, investigator. And, and he was actually a complete fraud. He was a, he, well, was, he was kind of a, early, he was a dick. Yeah, they usually I'm are. Sorry, actually, Harry, don't shade on you. He's no, dead. He, he's, he's, um, he was he was the guy who popularized the Borley Rectory hauntings, and it turns out, you know, most of what he said about that supposedly haunted house were complete bullshit. He's those Amityville people. So his, he, he, you know, his theory was he supposedly looked back at the records of fifty Borley, well, fifty Berkeley Square, and found records of counterfeiters and smugglers living there in the late eighteenth century. So his idea was that they made up these stories of these hauntings and these ghost stories and things like that associated with the house in order to you know to scare people, people away. away you know so later this is harry price's um, theory later harry price was denied a co-creating credit for scooby-doo but he did sell out of court for a small sum <laughs> but, are you his serious? theory is every fucking no. scooby-doo uh no oh. series of course not that, that is every like, scooby-doo episode sure we're gonna scare those meddling kids away with our stories of ghosts and shit like yeah, that so true. yeah I, I, he's full of crap. Scooby Dooby Doo. It does you. Go ahead, keep going. Keep you going. got some. What's the something to, to do, do now? now. Is it just things. To do now. You got some yeah. things to do now. Where the hell are your parents? <laughs> they are hey, teenagers, they right? Scooby Doo was a dog. dog. They were definitely like fifteen. He a great name, no, uh, Annie. So why does everyone forget the subplot where Fred was abducted as a child and his parents? What he thought were his parents were not really his parents. That's a what? Yep. No way. In the, in the original cartoon? I don't know about the original, but it was oh, well, in the then cartoon. No, that doesn't count. So, um, well, I think well, it does. Why, why doesn't it count? I don't know. Yeah, Should, bitch. Let's say it counts. How dare it's you? It's the universe. <laughs> so, sure. 50 Berkeley Square, it seems like to me, it was just sort of this dilapidated house in the middle of this Dilapid- really <laughs> dilapidated... Dilapidated. 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 Don't, don't, don't do that. No, I'm not even going to say what podcast that's from because she can't pronounce that word. That was a long time ago. So give her a break. Maybe she's learned. Dilapidated. I don't know. You know, so you have this really rundown, spooky house in the middle of this otherwise very fashionable high end upscale area. So it would stand out. Then you have this Mr. Myers guy. He's eccentric, he's a recluse. He has weird behavior. You see that he wanders about making knockings in the middle of the night, and you see his candle from outside. He rambles about making weird noises, so his neighbors on either side think, what the hell's going on there? And they forget that he even lives there over time, and they still hear these noises. So you can see how, you know, people think that there's maybe a ghost there. Reality, at least at that period, it was just this sad shut-in, pining for his lost love. That's kind of sad. And it turns out, by the way, it, Mr. Myers was probably the son of a member of parliament. So it's really sad. I don't know why that makes it sad or not. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> a member of parliament. There's nothing to do. That's kind of my the theory. Lord, it's, it's, just, it's just this. Other, rumors. It, it's just this, it yeah. starts with that. 
probably Lazarus. this weird house yeah. and, and then it gets again there's these stories that supposedly take place like 1840 the one well you know let's just use some Occam's raising here that's probably just bullshit it's just made up the 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 accounts of it were in the 1870s and late in late 1870s early 1880s right so that's which is well after Mitt Myers had let the thing go to shit and the, the, the rumors started to fly. And, uh-huh. then, and then you just have this accretion of ghost stories, and they set some of them back much further in time you know, with, with no names. That's the, um, like the two stories, the two sailor stories, right? The, the last one I told you. It looks like that specifically was made up by a ghost story writer named Elliot O'Donnell, who just wrote a story about He wrote that story as an essay. Zero evidence whatsoever for it. He's made up. It's like the old, you know, what people do now, where they write yeah. a novel and they pretend it's a memoir, and then they tell Oprah about it, and she yeah. puts him on the show, and she's the most gullible one alive. O'Donnell, as a matter of fact, was a his whole life. He's kind of this ghost hunter, ghost guy, and he was said he claimed that he was actually strangled nearly to death by a ghost with tentacles, with a beak too. No, just a ghost. So I'm, I'm just saying, think of the source for that. Yeah, guy. true. Uh, the stories, these stories were popularized in 70, 1975 by a book by Peter Underwood that he called Haunted London. And he and, and there he kind of codified all these different stories associated with 50 Berkeley Square. And there's also a story, by the way, by uh, called The Haunted the Haunted and the Haunters by Edward Bulwer-Lytton, who, by the way, is the person who was a f- very famous novelist Lytton. who gave us the phrase A Dark and Stormy Night. Oh God! He was probably the most popular novelist of the English of the nineteenth uh, century in England. Never heard of him. He wrote this story called "The Haunter, The Haunted and the Haunters" that bears a uncanny resemblance to the uh, Lord Littleton stuff. Lord Littleton. So it looks like that is probably you know so they, they, they the story was written. Some if somebody has in their memory and they sort of associate it with this famously haunted house in, in London. All of them really have this smell of stories, right? There's no, there's some of the unnamed people. They yeah. don't say what time it is. They, um, they, they have, they change. They have different endings. They have different versions of. Uh, if there's a, 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 an actual real story associated with it, there's no reason to think that those kind of things would happen to it. I mean, it could. I'm not saying that that uh, doesn't happen, but it's I less believe. likely if there's truth to it and it's, it's documented. Um, nothing, by the way, has been reported by those Mags brothers, the antiquarians. From 1930, whenever they bought that thing until 2015, they reported absolutely no hauntings, no knockings, no rappings, nothing spooky huh. whatsoever. I wonder why. But to this day, no staff will ever go up to the upper floors of 50 Berkeley Square. Really? Yes. You know why? Because the police put a sign that says no access to upper floors because it's a safety issue. So, yep. sorry to ruin your... your There's <laughs> not really much suspense <laughs> But still... What a waste of space. I agree. I mean, you think they would fix it up and... Turn it into a big birdcage. <laughs> what? <laughs> rent it out. I mean, uh, seriously? I guess the Mags brothers uh, stopped leasing it in 2015, so I don't know if right now it's even tenanted by anybody. Huh. I'm not sure. I don't know. Time to squat. Yeah, let's go to London. I now we know where fair. we're staying. Yep. This just sounds like, this sounds like an old-timey creepypasta. A little bit. Kinda. Yeah. It's it is. It's it's, it's a very famous in England and now, thanks to this podcast, very famous in the rest of the world too. Oh I'm take credit for that, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. That's the story of fifty Berkeley Square. That's our Halloween special for you. We hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're a little bit spooked. Yeah, <laughs> spooky. Ooky. I just apologize for the naysaying at the end there, but let's be reasonable. These stories are obvious bullshit. 
little especially bit. the land yeah. octopus stuff. You know what? The woman ah. falling from the windowsill and disappears before she hits. I'm gonna go with that. Land octopus, not so much. Yeah, I don't know. I'll rent it, but maybe not to own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening. Happy Halloween. Oh, money. Bye.